Blog Talk Radio. Tonight, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, at G Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. So, gang, tonight we got a different kind of quiet storm. I have an amazing off-the-hook guest. Her name is Julie Queen Tigress Williams, and we're going to discuss tonight empowering within. Get that? Check that out. Empowering within. So tonight, we're Julie going to take us through her life and what gets her up in the morning so she can talk about empowerment. Because, you know, guys, I live by empowerment. I empower myself every day. I talk to you guys all the time. I'm always positive in making things happen. And I know people say, you know what, it's easy to do that. It's easy for you to do that because you have this and you have that. And guys, I got to tell you, no, I do it not because of what I have. I do it because of how I feel. When I wake up in the morning, it is truly my chance to be whatever I can be all over again. Do you know what I mean? So... When you want to empower yourself, you empower others, you empower yourself, it's your own like self-image kind of thing and how you see how empowerment works. And Julie's going to tell us this. You know, she's going to talk, she's going to take us through the trials and tribulations of her life and she's still standing. You know, you guys know her from Facebook. She has more followers than I do. I got 5,000 friends. And I got five Facebook pages, but she has like six, seven hundred followers. So you know what? Julie truly must be doing something right. How about that? So here's the thing too, gang. I would love for you guys. This is a call-in and participate show, okay? So you guys call in. The number to call in is 347-850-8822. And how else are we going to do it? Here's Julie and I. Julie's going to talk about empowerment, and I'm going to ask her questions. She's, it's pretty much her show. I'm just kind of producing it. You know what I mean? So when you do call in, you ask a question or make a statement, because we'll have a lot of callers, 
and she'll try to answer everybody's call. How about that? Again, 347-850-8822. And while we're on the subject of empowering, I guess, I want to thank everybody for the early birthday wishes because, as you guys know, tomorrow is the infamous Imois birthday. I'll be a young 53 years old, and I got to tell you, it's been a true ride, and I love every, I've loved every minute of it, and I got to tell you, if I had to do it all over again, I truly would do it the exact same way and not change anything. That's because I truly live life. So tonight, you know, soon as Miss Williams gets here, we'll start the show. But you can call me at 347-850-8822, and we could talk about it, you know. Um, sorry for the background noise. Uh, I got caught out there today doing a bazillion things, and uh, you know how that works. So without any further ado, we're going to welcome the one and only, the awesome, Julie Queen Tigress Williams. Julie, welcome to The Quiet Storm, darling. How are you? I am fine. Blessed love. Thank you for that entry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so this is like, you know what, I, Julie, you and I talk, and I got to tell you, you're the most positive, amazing person I've talked to in a while. And I want to, before we start talking about empowering, give the audience a little bit of background about who you are, what you are, what makes you tick all the good stuff that makes up the the Queen Tigress. Well, I'm a survivor, a survivor of domestic violence. I'm a mother of four, a proud mother of four, and grandchildren. Um, I also have a daughter who is battling cancer. She was given three months to live in 2000. She will be 24 in October. So... I feel that people are chosen to do something in their lives, and I feel I was. The strength that I carry within me lights out to others. So with me as being that, of going through the trials and tribulations I've gone through in life has gave me the strength to carry on for another day, to give Mm. me the strength to help others carry on for another day. I may not see them, I may not physically be around them, but they know my hand is extended and they know my words are there. And when I speak to somebody, I speak with true feeling. It's not, oh, hi, how are you, you know, how are you doing? No, this comes from the heart, this comes from the soul. If somebody is not feeling, you know, up to par or the way they are being or whatever, I'm right there. I will give to others before I give to myself. And I have also taught this to my children. Hmm. Okay. You know, now, which are all grown. My, right. <laughs> I can't believe, to see you, I can't believe you have grandchildren. You look too young to have grandchildren. But I'm humbled. Thank you. <laughs> let me ask you, um, most people that have gone through what you've gone through has pretty much, you know, given up. When I say given up, you know, they go out on drugs or just just no hope. How, what makes you have hope? What makes you get up? What makes you, what makes, after you say you've been through a series of trials and tribulations, especially dealing with your daughter having cancer, 
and domestic abuse and things or whatnot. What what is your driving force to make you get up to keep doing it? To help others. Because it see the thing about it is is when I was younger I did not have. Now I'm not gonna go into the poor pitiful childhood thing because no. What we do is we make what we want of our life. Okay. You know, you could, yeah, I could have turned to drugs. I could have turned to anything. But the thing about it is, is I feel that people's minds, they have to learn how to reprogram actually what society has put into them or what other people have said to them. So with, with me, with me getting up and helping others, that gives me that drive. Is it easy sometimes? No, because it takes a lot of my energy. But I love to do so. And I think seeing every day that I wake up and hear my daughter say, Mommy, I love you, that right there is a drive. That right there is a miracle. But I could be this bitter woman. I could be this one who is mad at the world, that the world owes me because my life was so bad. But I choose not to do that because there's not, there are so many followers out there that listen to other people's words, but there's not the leaders that stand strong to help these people, to mentor these people, to tell them, you know what, uh-uh, you, uh-uh. Do right. not sit back down there and feel sorry for yourself. There is something you can do through your testimony to somebody. How do you know you cannot help somebody else? Correct. Reach one, teach one. Exactly. And to me, if I can reach one person to help one person through their life, through their trials, through their giving up, then I can't do this no more. If I can at least touch one, then I know I did good. But see, all this does not come through me. Mm -hmm. It comes through God himself who speaks through me. I am just the mere messenger of love and light. Right. I I see someone. You have a call. Let's see who's a G radio. You're listening to The Quiet Storm. You're on the air. Uh, do you have a question or comment for Ms. Williams? Yes. Uh, my name is uh, Antonio Montana, and I am a friend of Julie's. And for the time that I've known her, uh, just her attitude about a lot of the things that we've talked about has actually made me look at some of the things that I went through growing up and in my adult life. And, you know, every time I get to the point where I just want to throw everything up in the air and walk away, I'll get on Facebook and I'll read one of her posts and I'll think, you know, doggone it, if she can do it as long as she has, you know, I can, you know, I can tough it out. I can tough this bad movie out a little bit longer and see how it ends. Wow. Blessed love, Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) Bless you, sweetie. Namaste, Julie. Namaste. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Antonio, thank you so much for that comment, man. I really appreciate that, and so does Julie. Keep listening, okay, brother? All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, Julie, so, you know, I see too often, we see too often that people become or becomes a victim, you know, and it's easy. Why do you think you didn't become a victim? You could have easily become a victim. You know, we've talked to a lot of people, Julie, in our life, mm-hmm. and it's easy for a person to give up and become a victim. 
How how is it that you didn't become a victim? I think every I think everybody in my opinion though is I think everybody in their life at one time point or another we all become a victim of some kind of circumstance. Um you can't keep me down. There's just um I don't know I don't like the word no. Right. You know, I don't like the word no. I don't like barriers because if there's one way or another, I'm going to get around it, through it, crash it down. I don't care. I'm going to find it because I always say if there's a will, there's a way. But I could have stayed that victim and played that poor, pitiful me. Um, Nobody loves me. Or I could have picked the words who told me, you know, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I have kids, um, nobody's going to want me. Now, people hear degrading things through their lives. Now, it is up to us, our own being inside, are we going to accept that? Are we going to love ourselves more and say, you know what? No, I am not this. Let me stand up here for a minute. And then once you start doing that daily, people think I'm crazy when I say, look in the mirror, talk to yourself. Right. You know, look in the mirror, talk to yourself, put sticky notes up. I don't care how you do it, but... Look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, what can I do for somebody today? Because, see, the thing about it is, is so many people are doing things for others with the intent of getting something back. Right. That is what's right. wrong with a lot of people. I do it with the intent of I hope this person feels better after when I'm done. The drive that I have in me, I can stay that victim, but I chose right. to be that warrior. I chose right. to stand up. I've seen so many women say that victim, that poor pitiful me, but until you change a cycle in your life. But you have to look at yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not always everybody else's fault. Maybe some people did point out some views to you. Take them right. to heart. Look at them. Don't get mad because they said something to you and they called you out of your character that you weren't happy in and, you know, you took offense to. Look right. in the mirror. See your flaws. Make that change. Sorry, Michael, I'm quoting you. <laughs> but, you know, make that right. to Absolutely. be that better person. Right. You know, I mean, we could sit back and we can say what we want to do. But if we sit back and say what we want to do and don't get it done, who's going to do it for us? Right. You're absolutely right. Now, let me ask you this, Julie. You, what do you say to the mother who's in, who's trying to get out a domestic violence relationship, has a very mm. job that's not paying the bills, four, five kids, and she's just getting beat down by the world as well as her spouse. What words would you give to that woman? Mm. I don't know why, but it just touched me. It just hit me when you said that. Um, The thing I can say is stand strong because you said five kids. I have four looking at me going, Mom, what do you want to do? My kids did not ask to be in this world, nor did anybody else's kids ask to be in this world. They don't need to see what is going on with verbally, mentally, abuse, physically. They don't need to see that. Now, for a woman to stand strong, I always say, until you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you are not going to change. But for a woman to stand up and say, you know what, 
what is more important? This man, obviously who I chose over my kids, but didn't mean to, it just came into that pattern. So you stand up and look at your babies and say, you know what, I got to do something. My kids can't, my son cannot grow up to treat a woman like this, and my daughter cannot right. see a man do this to them. With her, you have, you know, it's so, and I'm going to say it, it is so hard and it's so scary. If you got family, ask your family. But stay that way. Make sure you get restraining orders. Please get a, re, a, a paper trail of everything. Now, a paper trail of everything. Now, you got that person, Julie, who would say to you, Julie, you know what? That's all fine and that's all well. But I don't have family. I don't have I anybody to go to. Where, I didn't. Right? Right? But you, and you got yeah. out. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes we cannot depend on others when we have to depend on ourselves. And they better recognize, too, that God, too, is going to help them through this. We all have a design plan in life. Right. Now, the thing about it is there's shelters out there. There is agencies out there. There's the courts out there. But let me tell you, when you get to the courts, this is why a lot of domestic violent women do not say anything. Because we get beat up in court. I had to file papers one day, and, and the judge, or she said, oh, well, the judge is not going to see you for three days. I have bruises wow. and everything all over my body. And you're going to tell me the judge is not going to see me for three days? I don't think so. Let me see your supervisor. Right. Now, you've got to remember, at that time, in that state of mind, in a woman's mind, she is numb. She is not feeling anything. She is only clinging to her kids because that's what she has. You know, she right. has to protect them in any which way she can. I say, if you know, if a man has demeaned you that far, took you down that far mentally, you have to learn how to love yourself again. Right, absolutely. You know, that's the key because, word right there, loving exactly. yourself. Julie, can you I mean, say that again? Say that, say that to my... What right now, ten thousand people listening in three countries. The oh, people, thank you. Don't women... just put any scary <laughs> me at all. Did, did you? <laughs> tell me, tell those people again. You have to do what to yourself? You have to love yourself. You have to love the woman, or even the men. I have, right. I have talked to men who've been in domestic violence, but you have to love yourself, and you have to like yourself. Right. Some days you don't right. like yourself. I mean, there's some days I don't like myself. I'm going to be real and honest about it. But you have to love the person that you are within. We are all designed to do something in life. And see, that's the thing. I, I feel certain people are chosen for leaders. Right. You know, those are the ones who are strong. But unfortunately, the way society is going, and I'm not bringing that up right now. But you have. <laughs> but, but, let's go there. Let's go there. Why not? No, I don't want to go there. Yeah, let's go there. That was a great segue. Continue. Let's go there. You're on a roll here. I like. City. No, I like sitting back listening. Please enlighten my listeners and your listeners, please. Dude. No, I mean, the leaders, okay, you see, the thing about it, <laughs> yeah, there you go. The thing, about, <laughs> the thing about it is, is our strong leaders that we did have, what happened right. to them? Right. Hmm. 
So it seems like <laughs> it's okay. Now you see why I didn't want to go. <laughs> I, but I, I am with you. I am with you all the way, Julie. We, I, everybody that knows me knows that knows that uh, I'm that our so-called leaders today are just. I think I'm just going to call it what it is: a bunch of bums that are self-serving and they're out for themselves. So. You know, and I can't call them leaders. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I can't call them leaders. Right, they're not leaders. They're not leaders. Do you want to call any names? <laughs> <laughs> I will just laugh that one off. Thank you very much. <laughs> but no, it's it's sad that. You know, the way society has become with the violence, the killing, you can't even trust the police anymore. Oh, oh Greg, I didn't want to go here. Yeah, but, come on, Will, you're on a roll. You're, you're on a roll here. I mean, let you know, let it all out. I want to, I want to scare everybody. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's really not about scaring people. See, and I say this, Julie. It's people I think like awakening. You. Yes, it's people like you, people like me, who live in the real world and you know, our communities are blind, and it takes us to speak up. That's why we have a forum to let people know what they should do, how they should do it, and not stand and wait, you know? You know, okay, now you really want to get into something? I thought, okay, I have told everybody for years, and now I'm going to state this because you just led me into it. <laughs> I have said for many years, if somebody ever gave me the mic or the media, I will speak, and I am going to speak on this right now. Now, now, and I'm going to step on some toes, and if Don't I worry do, I'm sorry, oh well, because right. if I step on somebody's toes, then you know you're doing it. Okay? Right. Now, that's right. The, the thing about it is, is we're talking about the community, we're talking about the people, we're talking about the leaders, we're talking about all this. Okay, now I'm just, I'm just going to jump. Okay. I have a problem with, I'm not going to say all, but I have a problem with a lot of the musicians. I have a problem with a lot of the, best, uh, the sports players, the right. actors and actresses. They are finally giving in and doing, you know, charities here and there. Okay, that's much loved and appreciated. Why don't you go back home where you came from? Why right. don't you pick your city with all that? No, uh, see, I'll just start it from there. Here you go. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do this. That watch that you got on your hand, that that gold you got in your mouth, that bling you got around your neck, do you know that can be a shelter for kids and a mom to get themselves back together? Do you know that can be a home for the homeless? But, no, you over here decorating your home, your cars, and your body, but right. you can't get back to where you came from? Please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, hey, Julie, hold on a second. You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter here at G-Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music. Tonight, I have a super show with the Queen Tigress herself, Julie Williams, and she's discussing not only, only empowerment, she's discussing life and what you guys need to know you need to hear, and you need to listen. And, Julie, let me ask you, man. I mean, tell everybody. You need to tell everybody where you're from. Where do you live? In California. See, she lives in California. So living in California, 
Julie, what's it like every day, California, the land of Hollywood, L.A., L.A., <laughs> where you can live <laughs> your dream. People don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You know, because, you know, I go to L.A. probably once a month. I, I, I'm not an L.A. fan. I'm totally, I'm not a, I'm not a West Coast fan as far as California is concerned. But what is it like living? Did you grow up in California? No, not actually, not actually at all. I was I was born in Long Beach, but I lived in Oregon. I lived in Minnesota. Okay. What What's it like living? Like, you know, being a woman, a woman with four kids, California. What's it like? You know, you with this when you were coming up on the come up, as we would say, in the struggle, what, what was it like for you with having four kids and being in the situation? What was it like? How did people respond to you when you went out to get help? You know, how did you, you see what I'm saying? I don't want to repeat myself, but what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you did it. You're doing it. And was it always doors closed? Were people receptive? Well, how was oh, it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Straight out, no. You go to county building and they look at you like, hmm, what you doing here? Or you go over to the courthouse filing a restraining order and you get clerks and you get people up there going, well, you can't see the judge and you can't do this and you can't. Don't tell me what I cannot do. Right. Especially when That's I have four kids looking hear. at me. Right. Huh? Right. That's the last thing yeah. you want to hear. Is what you no, get. exactly. And see, now, don't get me wrong, through this, now, with me, only in my opinion, because this has only happened to me, and I know it's happened to many other women, trust and believe this, but when we come out of a relationship like that, not only are we hurt, scarred, or I say bruised and scarred, yes, but never broken. Right. I will never, ever claim to that thing broken. Now, we may shatter a little bit, and our pieces will come back together, but um, the thing about it is, is you get out of that relationship, and you kind of get lost for a minute, and you kind of get rebellious, because you were told what you can and cannot do. You were told what you can and cannot wear, or any circumstances that one cannot even, you know, fathom sometimes in, in other relationships because I have heard so many from women and my heart cries for them, right. you know, because it, it it's just like you just want to take them, you know, and just put them in a place like a big old commune or something and get them up on their feet and help their kids out through this because you know what? You know who hurts in the worst are the, the kids. kids. Right. Right. My kids, bless their heart, my, uh, woo, this got to me. Mm. <laughs> Take your time, <laughs> Take your time, girl. Take your time. My kids saw everything. Uh-huh. They witnessed everything, and they had a hatred towards their dad. And it's something that I could not stop, and he always said, I did it to them. No, it's what they saw of you. Now, mind you, he's grown up, he is, you know, he has differed, and, you know, he's at a better place in life. He's still here, but um, but the kids see it, and it it scars them, because then their relationships are messed up. Right. And being a single parent, exactly. Continues, right. Exactly. Now, I do have to say, my oldest is married, 
Um, you know, I am so happy and relieved. Prayer does pay off. Um, I am so happy and relieved in that. My other daughter's getting married right. next year, exactly. and I'm right. and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, because. <laughs> People say when your kids are 18, that's it. It's over with. Right. Uh-uh. Right. It's, no, Until it's we never. we take our last Trust breath. Me. Right. Like you said that today. <laughs> it's never over. When I thought my daughter turned 18, I'm like, go to college. See you. I'm going to move and change my address. No, <laughs> not happening. Still my found son me. just <laughs> turned... Yeah, my son just turned 19, and that's my baby boy because I've had... Right. Um, I've had, you know, my oldest ones are, are girls. You know, and then Brianna, she'll be 24 in October, and it's right. just like, that's the miracle. That's my right. drive. And if you ever talk to Brianna, Brianna will tell you, between God and myself, that's why she's still here, because I wouldn't let her give up. Good. You know, awesome. did I feel right. her pain? No, I did not feel her pain. She's been through so many surgeries, so much pain, and I, I can't even fathom. But she's here. She's got right. that love. She's got that drive. She's got that heart. And she's here for a reason. That's why I made it through for a reason. Because like right. I said, people are chosen in this life. And only the strong people are chosen because it was designed for our life to be this. With me, like I said, I can stay that victim. No. <laughs> okay. Anybody out there who is going through domestic violence, if you hear him say for the first time, you hear him say, oh, baby, I am so sorry. As you lay in there with a black eye or your arm is broken. Right. Girl, you better get out now because you know what? It only gets worse. Right, right. Now, let me ask you, you know, we all see this happening. You're in a domestic relationship. You're in a domestic violence relationship. The children watch it, you know. You finally get out. I often hear, not often, but I've heard that parent talk bad about the father or the spouse. What's your feeling mm-hmm. about that? You know what, and I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to admit it, um, I did talk bad about him. In front of the kids, um, after, the, after the incident was over, you know, I did talk bad. And right now, I was wrong for that because I added fuel to the fire. Because I had to sit back and realize, woman, you were the one that chose them in the first place. Right. You know? Right. So, and a lot of women won't say that. They will not say, well, it's his fault. He did it all. He shouldn't have did Honey, you chose him. Right. What's right. the problem? <laughs> you know, it's not all his fault. But when I hear women degrading that other man, degrading the father, or dad, however they want to call him. Right. Um, in front of the kids. It, it, it's, not, it's not right, and it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the father. It's not fair to that at all. But like I said, I, I did it. I have right. stopped. You know, right. I have always told the kids, you know what, um, you know, they'll, they'll speak on their dad or whatever. Sometimes they'll speak mean or whatever. And I said, you know what, that's still your dad. No matter what, that is still your dad. Right. Right. Well, I right. remember what he did. Well, you know what? You can remember what he did. But if I could forgive, I will never forget because that was what happened. That is my journey. That's what I went through. This is why I speak. Right. But right. I forgave him. You know, right. I mean, I, and I even asked forgiveness from him. He looked at me like I was crazy. 
I said yes to no answer. I said, shoot, just let me know yes so I can just keep watching. <laughs> but, but you have to, you have to forgive right. somebody for yourself. Right, right. You know, right. because just, just so you can move on and move forward, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you're you stopping your blessings. Right. You're stopping, right. and so many people do that. You know, right. so many people do that, and it's you know, with me, like I said, do. Do I regret whatever, you know, or, That's you know, exactly or... That's where I was going to the next question. Would I you, that. <laughs> <laughs> Would I change anything? Well, not only, wait, wait, wait for it, wait for it. Re- okay, what about regrets? What regrets have you had on your, like, you, where you are right now? You look back. Someone says, no, I'm saying to you, okay, one... Do you have any regrets? If so, why? Two, if you had to do life over again, what would you do differently? Okay, let's start with the regrets. Do you have any regrets? Honest, uh, good question. But I can say no. I mean, the reason why... Because if I did, if I did have regrets for that, that means I would have been ashamed of the life that I did, the life that I was supposed to leave for the, for the words and the, and the power that I have today within me to give to others. Because would I change anything? No. You would live because the same. If you do it all over again, you would do it the exact same way. Honestly, anybody would probably say no on this one, but look where I am today. I love who right. I am. If, that, right. if my past put me into what I am today, no, I don't want to change it. That is people awesome. may call me crazy. I, I live, people may I live my life like that as well, Julie. I tell people all the time, I'm like, <clears throat> Greg, would you change anything? <clears throat> no, if I change everything it would be my direction. Like it wouldn't exactly. put me where I am today. So with that said, Julie, <clears throat> tell my audience or your audience that don't regret. Don't regret. Just, you know what, you can't. You know, you may think that you're in, uh, some of you may think that you're in the darkest place that you've ever been, and you think that you can never get out, but there's always a lesson that comes out of this. You come out with strength. You come out with glory. You come out, claim that victory that is yours, but never regret the past that you had because when you live, that's that's a negative emotion. Right. Regret, anger, jealousy. Why? Right. Because that's right. negative. Get out of but the negative. But let me negative. ask you something, too. So they, you said, I, I agree with you there. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But what about those people like, oh, you know what? I'm human. How can I not feel that emotion being human and not regret or hate? How can I get around? How can, how can I stop that feeling? That's the problem with society today was that big word you just used was hate. Right. The thing about it is, is <clears throat> I said this earlier, the reprogramming of your mind. You have to learn how to surround yourself with positivity, with what you read, with what you see, with who you even hang around with. Your inner circle should be very, very little. You have acquaintances all day long. Right. But the thing about it is, is you have to learn how to re- redirect your energy. 
redirect your mind and your and your spirit. Because the thing about it is, is you sit here with too many neg- too many negative feelings. I mean, go out and do yoga. Do take a walk. Get off the computer or the TV. And you know what? Everybody's probably laughing at me because they call me Facebook queen, too, as well. <laughs> don't even laugh. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> 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 yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but people need to learn how to learn how to relax. You right. know, it's hard in this society because so much is going wrong. You have to find a happy place. Okay, some people's right. is with music. Some people's walking. Some people's yoga. What's your happy sex. place? What's your happy place? Oh, where I want to be, or am I? Or what makes me happy? Where? Now, there's two questions you, okay, there. Okay, okay. Let me let me say this then. Hold on. Before I say that, hold on. You're listening to the Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. Tonight we have a great, awesome guest who's talking about empowerment, Julie Queen Tigress Williams. Julie, so what you wake up in the morning, like I believe this, I never have a bad day. Some days are better than others, but never a bad day. You wake up and you're like, wow, things things aren't just clicking for me right now. Tell me, how do you get yourself to that happy place? Meditation. Meditation. Ooh. So you wake Meditation. up. You'll wake up. So you're telling, tell everybody, you wake up and you're just like, ah, it's not clicking today. It's not clicking. What's the first thing you do? I'll read. I'll meditate. I'll, I'll, it's like, with, I'm, I'm very much of a solitaire. I like to be alone sometimes. And it's not, that, you know, I mean, I'm afraid of people or anything. Oh, gosh, no, I'm a people person. But I'm a solitaire. It, with, that, with the meditation, too, with that, with the reading, I'll do music. Right. Music lifts me up. That is the most, any kind, I listen to all kind of genres of music. Right. But just like I was listening before, before all this so I can calm my nerves, I was listening <laughs> to Fly Again. Oh, my gosh, you just don't know. <laughs> to fly again by sounds of blackness and right. Mary Mary go get yours and I'm like oh yeah oh I can do this <laughs> you know <laughs> I told you you could do this a walk in the park this is the first oh. it's a walk in the park now you're at the happy place you're at your happy mm-hmm. place you know you're you you're just going through your you what about affirmations what I'm trying to say do you have like affirmations every day, you know, that you say to yourself that, you know, how do I get this? How can I jumpstart my day? Take us through a day in the life of of Queen. Oh, it's quite boring, actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> but something fuels you. It's like, when, it's like when my body allows me to get up out the bed, then we're doing okay. My day is just fine. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but... No, because, see, like I said, too, I don't work. And there's reasonings to that. So, but with me, though, um, 
I want to, um, been saying this for years, got to get my daughter's story out. I want to write a book. This, this needs to happen. This is something that needs to happen. Brianna has a story. And um, so, you know, I'll either, you know, think about writing that, doing that. I also write, you know, right. my thoughts just come out. And they just are there. Um, right. Everybody thinks I'm crazy because I'll talk to myself <laughs> at times. And it's just, I talk to myself know. every day. <laughs> all oh, day. good. Hey, then this is on the normal. <laughs> hey, I'm all right now. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, when they start answering us, then we are in trouble. Right. <laughs> no, but you know, that's but, the best conversation we can have with ourselves. We get the best exactly. We get the best conversation, the best answers, the best questions. The best questions, the best answers. You know what? I just, got, I just got a Facebook mail. How did you get the name Queen Tigress? Tell us about that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> for when Queen stands for woman. Okay. Um, I hold myself with integrity. I want to say pride, but pride you're getting more. When you say pride, you're getting into ego. And I checked my ego at the door years ago. Right. Queen, as I, stand, as I stand tall in the woman that I am and the strength that I have and who I know I am and capable of being, right. um, I empower others instead of put down. Right. <clears throat> So with this, you know, that queen stands right there. But don't let the tigerist part fool you. Because the tigerist <laughs> is the other <laughs> the, the tigerist is the other part of almost like my inner being because when it comes to my kids, watch the tigerist comes out. I just had today this is so unfortunate. I have fought so many insurance companies um for Brianna's mess. Now, for her pain meds, now the pharmacy I was going through, oh, we no longer carry that contract so we can't get her meds. And that's one thing you don't tell me, no right. about. Right. So um, we got blessed. Um, we found another pharmacy. It'll come in like in two or three days. Right. But, you know, that's where the tigerist comes in. It, it comes in to where that, there's that fierceness, that fury, that fire. Right. You know, and that's what burns within me. But I will always hold myself. But hey, now some days my uh, crown may tilt, but it will never fall. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, so, I'll be honest about that one. Right. <laughs> right. Since your book, you know what, give us a little bit, because I know you want to write a book about Brianna. Yes. yes. Um, you're, she's an amazing, you know, how I found out about Brianna. Of course, we have a mutual friend, God rest her soul. Yes. Um, yes. But, Give us a little bit about Brianna's story. She's an amazing woman. And just give Ooh. us back give us backstory and bring us forward. How about that? Okay. Brianna started up normal pregnancy, well not normal delivery, it was C section. Two and a half, unfortunately, she contracted tuber- uh T B meningitis. Um During that time, everybody in the apartments where we were living at went to this major hospital here in California and got tested for TB. Everybody showed up negative. So we were still wondering, okay, by that time, I had went to three or four hospitals. Um, They're all stating, oh, she has an ear infection. No, she does not. And don't you ever, if you are a doctor, ever 
question a mother when she feels about her children because, honey, they will tell you more than whatever book taught you. So, anyway, <laughs> two and a half, she contracted that. Um, she laid lethargic in my arms while we were at the hospital. She literally wow. died on me the first time when she was two and a half. Um, the hospital brought her back. Um, so, she at that time, she had hydrocephalus as well, which she has a VP shunt put in. I watched them literally drill holes in her head to release the pressure in the fluid. Wow. So then at the age of seven, um, during the school and everything, she kept complaining of headaches and backaches. And I'm like, okay. Headaches I understood because of the shunts. Backaches I had not a clue. Okay, so we went in and we took an x-ray. We found out that she had a mass on the lower lumbar area. Now, we did not do a biopsy because, of course, we know it's in the lumbar area. It could be cause for paralyzation or anything else like that. So we didn't do that. Okay. Then at the age of 10, my whole world shattered, fell out, fell apart, lasted. I was told my baby had cancer and three months to live. Wow. So why they were picking me up off the floor, literally, right. um, <clears throat> nobody else could tell me anything. My world was blurred. My everything was gone. Um. I had to think how to tell my other children that their sister has cancer and she has they, she has three months to live. Um, you know, so my whole world just left me. Now, during this time, she had many procedures, many surgeries, many shunts put in her head. Literally, this child has died on me four times in my arms. Wow. Flat lines. She passed away. And OR once. Now, see, like I say, there is a purpose to everybody's life in this world. Right. And she, she didn't think of herself. Right. Unfortunately, when we did remove the tumor that we did find in her neck, they paralyzed her on the right side. Wow. So, so she's paralyzed on the right side. She can walk, but with assistance. Um, everybody was worried about their, you know, her dad, you know, when they came back and said, oh, well, I'm sorry, we paralyzed your daughter. Yes, that's how it was put to me. Thank you very much. Wow. Um, they see her dad standing there who who is of size, and I keep telling everybody through the years, it's not the dad you need to worry about, it's me. Right. It's me. So with this, you can have, and I was going through domestic violence at the same time, dealing wow. with my child who has cancer, dealing with my other kids who had to be in school, who had sports, who are still dealing with seeing the abuse, now dealing with knowing that their sister might pass away at any day. Wow. So I am in the middle of this. I am doing this. I am trying to hold them together. I'm trying to hold her together. And at the same time, I'm still by myself. Who is going to hold me together? Right. But you know what? That's where I looked into me, not being selfish or anything, because if you want something out of life, you're going to have to do it yourself because ain't nobody going to do it for you. You may have help. You may have assistance. But if you ain't got that drive and determination, ain't nobody going to do it for you because God don't help those who don't help themselves. That's true. 
That is so oh, true. Oh, let me quit. You got me over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> wow. Now, now, you've been, Julie, I could say you've been to hell and back and, you know, still standing. You're standing yeah. tall. You're still yeah. fighting. Now, how, what do you say? What do you, how do you feel about, let's talk about depression. Because it's easy for someone that's gone through what you've gone through to fall into a depression. And you didn't. So, True. with that said, you know, Robin Williams, who had everything, was depressed. Bless his heart, rest his soul. Yeah. So, how do you tell those people, what do you tell your listeners when they say, well, you know what? Hell, I can't even get out of bed in the morning because I'm depressed. What do you tell those people? You know what? I truthfully, I cannot, and, and this is, I don't know, this may sound funny to you. Truthfully, I cannot speak on that for the fact is I have no knowledge of really totally being totally depressed. Because so our minds are, huh? I am so with you on that. I have no point of reference. That's why I'm asking. I have no point of reference of depression. So I, no. that's why I'm, you know. <laughs> I so. mean, I mean, I don't know how, you know, I don't know in the mind. Now, I have dear friends who suffer from panic attacks and depression. Brianna is right. on um, meds for that. And I really can't, you know, because my mind, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the strongest person, but I, my mind is very strong. My will is very strong, as as Brianna's. Right. I mean, trust and believe, I've had every doctor go, uh, honey, do you want some Prozac, lithium, uh, what you need? You know? <laughs> but I have not, I have not um, needed, you know, and I thank God for that. Right. You know, I mean, I thank God for that, that I haven't had. To, you know, to go that route. Mm -hmm. So you got this fire, Julie. You have this fire. And, mm -hmm. like, you got this fire, even sort of like me, man. But I haven't gone through as much as you've gone through. But your fire is burning really, really bright. And it's infectious, you know. You're talking to you, you're like, oh, I'm up there, man. If you, if I can tell you, if you're down and you want to be up, Call Julie. <laughs> right? <laughs> My number is 888. No, I'm just like. Uh, no, but no, what's so funny, though, is I have, I have done this. Um, I get a lot of inboxes on Facebook, and I can only touch so many. I don't have a problem giving out my, my phone number. I've had, I, you have I to mean, be careful though, Julie. You have not to be two men as in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> All right now, <laughs> but it's no to because I can feel a person. I can feel their spirit. I can feel a person. Okay. Now I had one, you know, that she was telling me that she was just going through it, and you know, she sent me pictures. I cried. Oh my God, because I mean, I felt her pictures of domestic. Her, she sent me. She just went through it a week before, and the bruises and everything on her. I said, so tell me, you're there because of what? What, you're his own personal punching bag, and you enjoy this? What? Please tell me. I, I can't fathom this idea. 
And she's like, he loves me. I said, honey, if love is that's like a- that. <laughs> you don't need her. And that's what. I don't I'm glad, it. Julie, it's so funny. I don't even, you know what? I don't even, I'm, the, the questions I'm going to ask you, you just kind of segue right to it. Because that was my next question. You got, you got this woman who's getting a hell beat out of her. And she calls you up. She goes, Julie, he loves me. That's why he whips my butt. Please, I want you to reiterate. You said it now, and I just want to make it perfectly clear. I want you to make it perfectly clear that that's not love. Okay. Let me give you a little bit about me. I'm very compassionate, and I'm very passionate. But since I've been there, done it, did it, and survived it, Please, woman, if any woman comes to me and says, oh, but he loves me and I love him. Honey, I'm sorry. I'll quote Tina Turner in a heartbeat. What's love got to do with it? <laughs> right. You know, so you want to tell me he loves you every time he blackens your eyes or he loves you every time he breaks your ribs. That's love? Huh, okay. So tell me, um, would you rather be single and not have love and love at all? No, I need him in my life. You need what? <laughs> you need what? You need him for what? To tell you that you're not any good? To beat you, to beat on you? Tell him to go to the gym. Have a punching bag, not you. Right. You know, I mean, these women, I love them to death, and I have a lot of uh, passion and compassion, but I'm very straightforward. I will right. tell you straight out, right. you know. I mean, I don't mean to come across as being uncaring because that is the furthest. But right. sometimes you have to hit a woman's spot hard enough in their mind to wake them up. Right. Because they may never remember my name, but they are going to remember my words. Ooh, say that again, Julie. Come on, say that one more time for us, please. They like- may not remember my name, but they will remember my words. Hold on a second. They will say. Go ahead. Hold on a second. You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio in New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. On tonight's Quiet Storm, we have an amazing version, special segment called Empowering Within with our super, super awesome guest, Julie Queen Tigeris Williams. Now, I'm sorry. I had to have to get some some station identification so people know who who who, who they're listening to there. They're probably wondering themselves, going, "Oh my goodness, who is that?" You're on a roll. <laughs> you you Julia, you know, you've been there. You've been there, done it, wrote the book, played the part. Not yet, but I will write that book. Trust and believe no, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you know, all my listeners that's listening to all my agents that's probably listening, get at Julie. She wants to write the book. You know, before this is over, without she'll show you how how to uh, get in touch with her, and I'll show and I'll we'll go we'll go over that. Julie, what's next for you? What's your dream? Um, what I really want to do right now, besides the book, I want to start like a small clothing line. You know, because, okay, now I'm going to really get down into this. 
Okay. The clothing line is for sundresses. I am 5'1". Hello, why do you make sundresses for women who are tall? Why not make it for short ones, too? <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm trying to walk in a sundress. Honey, I can fall over standing up. Right. So if I walk in a sundress that is like a few inches longer than me, that's it. I'm on the floor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> That's okay. Do you. Do you. This is your show. Do you. Do you. Please. People are really going to think I'm crazy. But that's no. all right. That's because okay. Because it's fun crazy. Right. That's right. But, but no, the, the thing what I want to do is, like I said, is I want to get that book out there. I want to be able to get Brianna's story out there. I want to touch as many lives as I can through that. Because I've talked to a lot of the parents who were in the hospital, um, in our cancer ward, leukemia, sickle cell, all that. And it's hard. I've lost so many kids, and so has Brianna. And it hurts to a disease that we have no control over. So I want to do that. I want to do like a small clothing line, get that out there. Um, And I I think... Actually, now I want to be selfish, and I'm going to say this. I do want to be selfish. No, I that's not always okay. <laughs> right. selfish. So that means they're not no. selfish, but go ahead. <laughs> Aw, but no, see, the thing about it is, is I would do this over again. Trust and believe that. I would do this over again. I've never had a chance to live my life. What do you mean I by that, Mom? Okay. The reasoning, I wanted to go back. And see, Brianna takes, oh, my gosh, I love her to death. She's got this sweet spirit like I. Brianna takes this to heart. I tried to go back for my RN. She got sick again. I couldn't do it. I went to go back for my forensics. She got sick again. I couldn't do it. But what she doesn't realize, it wasn't her. There is a design in my life. And obviously, with me, I've always told everybody, as long as I have my mind, my spirit, God gave me a mouth, and I'm going to use it. Right, right. So, so, so this, you know, uh, yeah. You know, with this one, I don't regret, you know, and I hope right. she doesn't. Because, right. I mean, I did it not just because I was a parent. I did right. it because I wanted to. I, right. The whole time, I think I lived at the hospital and paid rent at an apartment. I was at the hospital three months at a time. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Quite fun. <laughs> but <laughs> very facetious, you know, I was being. No, but, I know, right, right, I know, I know. Everybody knows but that. <laughs> but but the thing about it is is you know what people don't realize life life is a blessing no matter what you go through because the next we're not we're not promised tomorrow now right but what you go through you learn that guidance right. that knowledge you can teach to others you know and with me saying I haven't lived my life. I know what I was here for. I know what I'm here for. Now, unfortunately, my health took bad, but that's okay because that ain't stopping me. Right. The only thing that I've always wanted to do was travel. Right. And I'm going right. to do it. Trust and believe. I don't know how, but I'm going to. If I have to sprout my own wings and fly, I'm going to fly. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> I, always, I always say, give me an island, hey, yeah, right. I'm all right. You know, oh, my that's, that's my serenity. That's my peace. Right. That's your happy you know, place. That yes, Bora Bora, hello. <laughs> yes, I I got I got to rub it in, Julie. Bora no. Bora is probably one of the most remarkable places I've ever been in my life. I have to tell you, it's amazing. Where? Oh, thank you so much for that tidbit of information. <laughs> you would love it. It makes you would me love feel it. so good. No, oh, it yeah. makes you want to go even get there sooner. Everything. You can remove the coffee table and feed the fish. <laughs> Room service what? is by boat. Yes, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, it's- you know what? I'm going to put it to you like this. Next year at this time, oh, but wait, we all have to take baby steps to get there. First, I right. have to get my passport. Now, this time next year, either Bor Bor, Maldives, Jamaica, uh, one of them, I'm zoom gone. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, you know, I have right. to. Right. I mean, you you will say it, and it will be done. You know that, right? Oh, oh. You know, say it, speak and it, it will into be done. existence. Right. Talk it up. Will it is? Yep. So speak it I'm into existence. These, here's a. I'm getting these questions. I'm looking at my Facebook. Boom. Julie, wow, are you single, dating, married? How can I get a date? This would disguise me. This is great. I knew this was going to come up, right? Hey, well, I'm just reading. <laughs> I'm just reading. I won't tell you. I won't say this guy's name. I don't want to out No, him. I don't want no name. Trust okay, and believe right. that. Because, all unfortunately, right. I'll probably have 40 million friend requests. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh okay. But, okay. Now you've got to answer the question. You got to answer the question. This guy wants to know. I forgot what you said. Right. I'm sorry. I took All a memory right. lapse. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is Julie, is Julie married, single, dating? Wow, really? People want to know that, huh? Yeah, they do. That's funny because that's one subject I don't touch on Facebook. Wow. Now, you know what? On your radio show, let me hear what you have to say. You're caller. We're listening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm look. I'm not making this up. I don't even have a script in front of me. You've talked to me a few times, and you know I say what's on my mind, cough the back. I'm just reading what this question was. Is she single, married, dating? Well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to answer? Bless, I you, look, bless you for that. No, I'm going to answer this. I will not evade a question. Okay. Um, no. With me, I have not been in a relationship for 14 years. I have sustained from sex for three. Now, when it comes to if I'm married, talking to somebody, seeing somebody, that is something I do not speak of. But I just told you I've been single for 14 years, so... <laughs> oh, Greg! I know where you're gonna go with this. No, hey, look! I'm just asking. People are asking me what to ask you. Go ahead, go ahead, knock yourself out. If you know where I'm going, I won't ask it. Just, just, just give us the information. <laughs> uh, you're probably gonna ask me why I stayed single for so long. Yep. Yep. That was my <laughs> next question. But go ahead. Well, Julie, let me wait. Let me just have put it on the record, Julie. So tell us why have you been single for so long? There's good men out there. Oh, I know there is. 
And you know what? I've actually not met them, but have talked to them who has restored my faith in men. That men are not, you know, I mean, because, oh, Lord, hold on. Let me just answer the question why, <laughs> why I've been single for so Knock long. Knock yourself out. Just go. You, let's do okay. what you do. Go ahead. The reason why I've been single for so long is <clears throat> the fact is being in that abusive relationship, it took me a while together me. It took me a while because all I wanted to do was spend time with my kids afterwards. I had the mind of fight there for a minute of if I did meet somebody, uh, harm would come to him. Now, with, with that, I let it go. I grew more in myself with self-confidence. I'm never cocky, but I'm very self-confident in who I am. Now, um, I also did not think when my daughter got, um, when she got sick, unfortunately, I did not think it was fair for that man to be able to have to deal with that problem at the same time. So I kind of closed myself off because I feel it wasn't, you know, his doing, but it will take a strong man, his will, his mind, to be able to deal with a circumstance like that. Now, too, the reason why I'm single is because a man has to touch me on every level of my being, mentally, you that, physically. You heard that, fellas. You heard that. She's, here, she's on a roll here. So all you guys, don't ask, don't hit me up with any more questions. She's going to tell you right here. But a man has to touch me on all levels, mentally, intellectually, physically, sexually, spiritually. A man can talk. See, one thing, okay, I'm sorry. Let me just put it out there because I see it on Facebook all the time. <laughs> Men, when you talk to a woman, please do not think just because we friended you or we said hi that we want to give it to you. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, that's it so misguided. It and, you know, so... and, and the thing about it is, is what stimulates me is the intellect of a man, of how... That's how I get aroused, is the intellect of a man. If he can take me to a vision with his words, you know, of right. what he is. Man, anybody can speak what they want to speak. Right. We all, right. we all feel different and everything else. But when you intrigue me with your mind, when you seduce me with your mind, that's what I get going for, you know. Right. Like I said a while ago, I left my ego at the door. I am very humbled, but I am not flattered when I hear, oh, you're beautiful, oh, your eyes, oh, you're this. I give thanks and praise for that. Right, right. You know, I am, I am, I, I'm, I'm just me. Right. I'm well, that crazy. You heard that. <laughs> that crazy woman. That a lot of men can't handle me because of the depth that I think, the depth that I am. I, I think out of the box more than others. What does that mean? You know. What is that? Tell me what that, tell us what thinking out of the box for Julie Queen Tigress Williams. What does that mean? What does that entail? Please enlighten us. Well, because the thing about it is, is when people tell you you can do this, okay, so what, I'm a robot and I'm going to do it? No. What does that mean? What does that mean? Wait, talk, wait. <laughs> Let's expand on that. 
What does that mean? <laughs> okay, usually back to society again. Okay. But no, usually somebody can tell you, okay, you know, I want you this way or I want you that way. You want me what? I don't think so. You know, um, I'm not rebellious. Well, okay, yes, I am rebellious. I would have lied to say if I wasn't. Um, but see, the thing about it is with me as a woman that I am too, I also know when to step back. When I know it's not defeat. Right. Because, um, but I know when to step back and hush when I know a situation cannot be corrected. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. I get get that. I get that. I I understand that now because you lost me there for a second, but now I got it. I understand that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You lost me there. I was like, okay, when it can't be corrected. Okay. Hold on, Julie. Hold on. You're listening to The Quiet Storm. And I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio in New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, you know, the music for your soul. And tonight, we have a great guest. Her segment of The Quiet Storm is called Empowering Within. The queen herself, Julie Queen Tigress Williams. If you guys want to make a comment, you can call us. Stop sending me Facebook messages. Call us. <laughs> I don't want to. You guys can talk to her yourself at 347-850-8822. So, you know, wow, Julie. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know I'm, I, I'm humbled by the request from the men on what they've asked and stuff like that. But they also got to realize, though, too, is um, I'm the kind that, you know, People are going to think I'm just real high and mighty when I say this. But, no, this should be in everybody's standard of living. You demand and command your respect. Right. Because people will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Right. That's exactly right. So, you know, with me, with me on this, like I said, I don't get flattered with all this. You know, come to me with that, that you've got knowledge, that you've got something between your shoulders that I want to hear. Right. You know, right. I mean, I I don't want to come across that, you know, like I said, that I'm high and mighty. But the thing about it is, is through my whole life, I have heard this. And I, like I said, I give thanks and praise for this. Right. I will be 52 years old next month. Uh-oh, look out now. Look out there. Yeah. I know my daughters love it because they're like, yeah, I'm going to look like mama when I get older. <laughs> you know, as a man, we can say you can always tell what a woman looks like by her mother. It's true. It's true. Pow, pow. Pow, pow, right. Yeah. I know my daughters because I know they're listening. They're probably like going, oh, mom, I am so calling you when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> They're um, actually in the chat. They're in the chat room. So, uh, what do you mean they're in the chat see, room? There's a wait chat. A minute, how do you know my daughters? Well, wait. I'm looking at because wait, the chat room is. Uh, I'm not going to say your daughter's name, but I know there's a Williams in the chat room. There's two Williams in, in the chat room. So, I'm honey, Williams is a very common name. Sugar. No, what they said, you know. <laughs> now until gonna, they come out, until they come out and speak, yes, I am Julie's daughter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, this one says, yo, go mama, yep, yeah, yes, yes, that might be your daughter, that might be one of your daughters, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, anyway. so what's, what's next for you, what's next for you, 
I want more doors open for me. It's time for me to shine. It's time for me to fly. It's time for me to rise. I'm already risen. I just need to take a height a little bit higher. I want things for me. I want things to be able to fall in place so Brianna can have what she wants. I have struggled through so many years. And you know what? Hey, when you, when they say about robbing Peter to pay Paul, honey, they ain't playing. You know, because you got one bill over here that you got to think, and you got one bill over there you got to think, but you got to make dang sure you got food and you got to rip over your kids' head. Now, my kids have always said, Mama, I want them Jordans. I said, go find yourself a JLB. Right. You may not, you, you may not have what you want, but you have what you need. Right, you right. Know? And wow. I did the best that I could with what I had and with what I was dealt with at that time. Now, I would pay rent that was higher to keep my kids out of those sections of where them kids hang out every night. I try to keep my kids from that. You know, I had an unfortunate, even though I did live in a good neighborhood, one of my daughters, unfortunately, she was put into a situation to where all my kids had to get involved. Wow. You know, and it, it, it's to the point to see there's so much hatred and bitterness in this world that everybody hates on each other. Why don't you try to empower each other? Why don't you try to lift each other up? Why don't you try to say, you know what, you got this. If you need a little help, help. I'll help you. Right. Right. I may not have much in my life, but what I do have, I do share. Because oh, the yeah. thing about it is, I can't take it with me when I go. Right. I ain't got money in my back pocket looking at me. I nope, <laughs> not looking at me in my back pocket. Nowhere in my purse. Nowhere in a little cubby hole in the room. You know? <laughs> but see, I know what I can give, and what I give is strength. What I give is love. What I give is encouragement. What I give is reminding, reassurance, restoring that spirit. And You're everybody can testimony. do this. You're a walking uh, testimony. So would you say, now let me ask you this. You did it. Do you think everybody can do it? Yes. What's stopping them? But themselves. Right. Right. If I had four kids, if I walked out of here, out of a relationship with four kids, lived in a shelter, did it myself, worried how I was going to feed my kids the next day or how they were going to get to school or what they were going to wear, you know what? I did all that by myself. But right. unfortunately, with the government's help, yes, it was, but I got off that when I got on my feet. Don't right. sit here and be on the system and have generations on the system. What are you teaching your children? Right. Now they're sitting, right. here, now they're sitting here trying to say welfare to work. You dang right get your butt out there and find a J-O-B. Show your kids what to do. You know, right. now they want to do drug testing. Oh, you dang right, you better do a drug testing. And if you ain't got your medical card and you testing positive, uh, you, uh that's it. You gone. <laughs> it's done. It's a wrap. That's a wrap, exactly. right? Right. Now, what's more important, them drugs and your kids? Figure that one out. That's why our kids are hitting the streets right now. They, see. they ain't got no discipline. Right, no discipline, and they emulate what they see at home. Oh, but you know what? No, I beg to differ on some of what really? you said. Really? Uh, hold up. Okay. Sometimes, okay, because I had this one person tell me that my daughter acted out because it was learned behavior. 
honey. Wow. Wow. No, it was not learned behavior because my kids will tell you, and I will not get into the incident uh, because of the fact is it is my daughter, and I'm going to protect that part on her until we speak. But the thing about it is it's not all the time. Time that it's learned behavior. The majority of the time it's learned behavior. Right. Because not if you want to see your mama sitting out there not doing nothing and your daddy sitting there not doing nothing, do you think that kid's going to get up and do it? You know, oh, no. but, <laughs> but the thing about it is, is people say, and they label themselves sometimes too, which is really kind of sad. I'm a product of my environment. What the hell does that mean? Uh, sorry. Wow. Right. Um, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I, mean, okay. I, just, I just had this conversation with somebody. I'm sorry. I took you back for a second. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No. That's okay. This you, you, girl, you are on a roll. Do you. <laughs> Hold on, Julie. You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter. At G Radio New York City, where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, you know, the music for your soul. And tonight's special segment and guest, Julie Queen Tigress Williams. And she is definitely on a roll tonight discussing not only empowerment, but the gamut of things to tell you, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't give up. Would you say that? Never quit. What, to me, why? Why, do, why would you want to? You know, you referred back to And Rest the Soul because I love this actor. I loved him in Patch Adams. I wish for a doctor like that for Brianna. Right. Robin Williams. This right. man who made everybody laugh around the world has now made everybody cry because of the, the would-haves, the could-haves, the whys. You know, right. we did not know what went on in that man's head. Right. And, right. That's, and that's the sad part about it because people are speculating and, you know, Hollywood's going to say what they say and the media's going to say what they say. You know what? Well, forget what the heck they said. Remember what he did for you when you that's laughed right. at Patch Adams or when you laughed at him being Peter Pan. Right. That's right. You know? That's exactly right. But see, we never know what goes on through a person's mind. He did get helpless, so... But, you know, we never know what goes on through a person's mind. We need a strong, positive role model. Now, you remember back in the days, we had, we had Big Mamas. Right. Now they, made a oh, movie. Yeah. now they made a movie of Big Mamas. Now they made Big a movie Mama. of Medea. See, Big Mamas, wait, I tell you, I knew a lot of Big Mamas. And let me tell you, you'd rather get your butt beat outside than to come home and let Big Mama, get, let Big Mama know that you did something wrong. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. You running through the house screaming while you holding your butt, okay? <laughs> I told you not to do that, okay? You would run. You would, the neighbors run because they hear her. But she had that respect. She had that value. She raised them kids. And right. we don't have that today. We don't have big mamas. We don't have those Medeas. Right. You know, and, and the thing about it is, and you know what? This incident happened to me. I got called on Child Protective Services, yeah, yes. Oh, wow. Um, yes, because for me trying to discipline my kids. Now, you're going to tell me society is going to step in. Now, I almost went to jail for truancy for one of my kids. Right. And um, 
I'm like looking at him going, yes, and you're going to take me when? And you're going to take me where? (laughs) Well, your daughter's not in school, ma'am, and and you can get in trouble for this. And your reasoning why you're at my house is because of what? And you have papers in your hand, which I don't see? No. Get out of here and let me run my daughter, okay? You're trying to tell you're going to arrest me because she's not in there. No, I don't think so. This is not happening. Same time I was dealing with my daughter, being in the hospital, I was making runs back and forth. Now, when it came to another discipline on one part, they're saying, no, you cannot spank your kids. Wrong. (laughs) You're going to tell me I cannot spank my kid, but you can tell me my kid can call 911 and your butt's going to be out there real quick, right? Right. (laughs) Okay. All right. So where is that problem there? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait till you take your females to the doctor when they're of age of 13, 14, and 15, and the doctor said, ma'am, I cannot tell you what the test came back on your daughter. She has to tell you. So tell me, Uh. where did my rights go all of a sudden? I'm supposed to keep my kids in line, and I'm supposed to keep my kids in school, but you telling me I can't? Wow. Oh, see, look what you did. You got me started again. <laughs> now I just read on something that some schools want to pass to where the teachers can pop your kids. What do you mean pop my kid? Oh, don't touch my child in school. Uh-uh. <laughs> I had an incident when my son was younger where the teacher right. grabbed my son's arm where bruises were on his arm. I went to wow. the school district and the police. Wow. I may be that single mom, but see, now you know where the tiger rift comes in from. Right, 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 right. Because when it comes from my kids, that's who I fight for. That's who my life is, you know, is centered around. You know, my kids and my grandkids right now. You know what? I may have not been there for them when they were little because I was dealing with my incidences. Right. But our relationship that we have right now is beautiful. I mean, I love my kids, you know. There at a time, my daughter didn't love me, but we all go through that. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I mean, <laughs> until they realize that. I'm going to do that, that right oh now. <laughs> Thank you. Until they realize that, you know, that it's their action that caused their reaction and that it wasn't, you know, you can't put the blame on somebody else. You have to stand up and take your own blame. If you made that mistake, take that mistake, but learn right. from that mistake. Don't right. make that mistake again. Because right. then you're stuck in a cycle. And then when you – see, it's not just domestic violence and it's not just relationships that you get – see, I don't like the word relationship. Let me tell you why. Right. <laughs> why? We okay, yeah. We're going to get right down to it right now. Right. I don't like the word relationship for the fact is relationship is something you are relating to. I don't want to just relate to my partner. I want a partnership. I want a part of him. I want something deeper. I want something that's going to last. I just don't want to relate to him. I can relate to the to the mailman. I want to be part of the man I find. I want to be able to find a man who is strong enough to handle me. Not handle. Let me let me take that back because that can go really far. <laughs> that, can, that, can, that can really go wrong. Let me try that again. <laughs> I want a man that's able to accept me, that I have, the mouth that I use, the the, the mind that's in, the soul that's in within me, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it's going to take a special man to do that. And you know what? Truthfully, 
I, you know, and I don't like to say this because I miss walking along the beach. I miss the romantic things, just cuddling up on the couch, you know, just feeling his heartbeat next to mine. I miss that. But I'm also at this time too, know what I, what my destiny is in life. I'm prepared to be single. If I have to be single for the rest of my life to be able to do what I'm doing, I'm fine with that. I haven't been in a relationship for 14 years. Honey, I couldn't even tell you what a date is. I know how to spell it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Julie, you've been awesome. I'm, 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 listen, okay, how, I'm gonna tell you, how, do, how can people get a hold of you? Tell them your Facebook name. So people, I don't give, I don't want to give out phone numbers because I don't want to be responsible. Oh, no, 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 no. They want to talk to you. Tell them how to get a hold of Julie. If you want to get a hold of me, I do have a Facebook page. And it's called Julie Queen Tigress Williams. You know, I do answer my inboxes, but if you come at me wrong, I'll block you in a heartbeat. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I, I you don't. You are awesome. Now, oh, I thank you. Uh, you are awesome, Julie, and you've been wonderful. But let me tell everybody, you're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul. And R&B music, you know, the music for your soul. And tonight we have the wonderful, the most amazing, empowering Julie, Queen Tigeress Williams. If you guys have missed this episode, ever want to go back to listen to it, you can find this show on iTunes under Greg Lasseter. You can find it. It'll be reposted on my Facebook, gradionyc.com. Because you know what, guys? You can always get God, Greg, on demand <laughs> anytime. So you can even find it here in Blog Talk Radio. So you guys, you can get a hold of Julie. It's going to be posted again on Julie's page. So you know what, Julie? This has been awesome. And I want to thank you for giving everybody that courage, showing everybody how to do it, man. It's awesome. Awesome. Fabulous. I need to thank you for giving me that platform to be able to do so. You know, I give thanks and praise for the blessings that you bestowed on us. Thank you so much. Julie, you know what? It's that time, and I want to thank you again. And, I, Julie, I will call you later. And, um... We will be oh. in touch, all right? That, that sounds good, and thank you for having me. Thank okay. you guys for listening. Yes, Blessed yes, love, yes. everybody. <laughs> okay, Julie, <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, girl. All right? Okay, talk all to right. you later. Bye. Bye, baby. Bye. Sure, sure.
You have been listening to The Quiet Storm with Greg Lesson.